Welcome to Ignite Your Confidence for women in leadership who want to speak up and stand out. I'm your host, Karen Laus. Here you'll get all of the tips and tools that you need to stand out with unshakable confidence. Let's dive into today's episode. Welcome to How to Say No. This is a very popular topic, and I get this question quite a bit. How do you actually say no without disappointing people or making people feel bad? And I want to bring you back to a marriage conference that I was in, bring you back as if you were there with me. <laughs> I was in a marriage conference, and I just absolutely, first of all, love Dr. John Townsend. For those of you that know him, he's just an amazing psychologist and business consultant and expert in all things people. And he said to turn to our spouse and say these five words, I will let you down. And I will tell you at first I went, wait, what? Like, no, I don't want to let you down, of course. But we have to lean into the reality that we probably are going to let plenty of people down in our life. So there are three things I want to talk to you about tonight related to how to say no, not related to actually to do this. First thing we got to look at our mindset. What is the why behind our hesitancy to say no when, or rather to say yes, when we want to say no, that's the first thing that we got to think about is what is our mindset behind that? Because I don't know about you, but I grew up where it was very much about accommodating everybody else. I didn't even know that I had personal needs until I was probably 40 years old. So we've got to figure out, okay, mindset first, what is it that's getting in the way of us saying no? And for most of the people that I work with, it's because they don't want to disappoint others. Another thing could be, it does end up being about them. So maybe that's the same for you, that we want to look good. We want to be that person that saves the day where the other party goes, oh my gosh, Karen is always there for me. She always says yes. And in fact, I'm thinking about one of my colleagues years ago, actually it was a friend. So just to be full disclosure, a friend of mine many years ago said, Karen, I'm just so frustrated because at work, they keep giving me more work beyond my job. And I said, well, we'll call her Sue. Well, Sue, do you keep doing it? And she said, well, yeah, because they keep giving it to me. And I laughed and I said, well, first of all, you're really good at your job and beyond. If I were your boss, I'd probably ask you to do more too. And the best part is you're saying yes. So why would I not keep asking you to do things if you keep saying yes? Now, I recognize there's a time and a place in a work situation when you can't just say no to your boss. But I, in this case, it was someone who had already gone above and beyond in her job and yet was constantly doing more. And she was the problem. That's why I want to start with number one, where you're at in your head. From a mindset perspective, what are you saying yes to when you actually want to say no and what is the root behind that? Because if you can start with that, that can help you move to the next step. And I promise we're going to give you tangible things here tonight. We, I mean, me and my sidekick myself. Okay. The second one is to be intentional about your priorities. If we are not clear about how we're prioritizing our life, 
we are not going to be very good at what we say yes and what we say no to. We're just going to say yes to everything that comes along. Or I'm, I'm thinking about that for those of you that used to watch the Brady Bunch growing up when Marsha Brady was signing up for every single possible extracurricular activity. Oh, I want to do this. I want to do this. Yes, 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 yes. And I will also remind you that it's very important to be cognizant of the capacity that you have. Not everybody has the capacity to do a million things, nor should they, let's be honest. I remember once saying to my husband, Chris, I just can't do it all. And I was kind of bitter and frustrated and felt like I had to. And he looked at me and he goes, well, you know, <laughs> you don't have to do it all. As a matter of fact, it's probably not very healthy for you to do it all. So I say that to those ladies that are listening that are trying to do everything. And let's face it, that is a lot of us. We are trying to do way too many things and we're multitasking like crazy. And by the way, I want you to know that I am saying this. Oh, that was my Minnesota accent. Did you hear that? No. Um, I want you to know that I recognize I am looking at myself and talking to myself as we walk through these concepts as well. But absolutely, you've got to know what your priorities are because that will help you to stay in line with what you actually do want to say yes to. And you know what's even better about that or, or not even better, but really awesome is that when you are in alignment with your priorities, you are also able to potentially communicate those to other people if you so choose. It's always your choice, obviously, but you really, it's up to you to determine if you want to say that. But the great thing about it is that you will then have not only your own priorities, but you'll have, you'll be really clear about the reasons that you're making choices, the decisions that you're making in your life. So that's just in general, a great thing. I do want to remind you that the word no in and of itself is a complete sentence. Now you may want to say no, thank you, or whatever it is, but the main point that I want to make with this is that you don't owe anybody an explanation based on your choices is what I wanna say. Now, I recognize that of course, there's gonna be times where you wanna explain it or you wanna give the reason, or it is somebody that you're close with and you need to say no, and maybe you've always said yes before. It's also important for you to recognize that if you are reprioritizing your life and you're starting to say no to things that you normally would say yes to, your friends or family or coworkers or whoever, are probably going to be surprised. And I'm guessing you are going to definitely, <laughs> guessing definitely, you're going to probably disappoint some people. And it, just like we covered into the first, in the first point around mindset, it's definitely important to recognize you're probably going to let people down and we just need to get over that. And I'm not trying to say like, suck it up necessarily. I do think it's important to look at yourself and do some reflection around that. Do the proper reflection. Maybe even you might need to grieve the fact that you can't do it all. You can't be there for everybody because part of the second one related to being intentional about your priorities, my second step here is self-care. I know it is a cliche at this point, but it is such a relevant analogy 
And that is where we have to put on our own oxygen mask first. If we don't, we are not gonna be properly fueled to fully be there for other people. So this might sound counterintuitive, but you have to put your own needs first. Start there, figure out what you want your life to look like, how you're gonna potentially shift, and then what is gonna be required of you to shift some of those things. The third one is related to examples that I wanna give you. So I wanna talk about how to say no to your friends and family, and then also in business. An example of this was when I started first out as a coach. 20 some years ago, I first left corporate, which I've done twice now, but I first left corporate to focus on career coaching. And at that time, my friends circle, people in my community as friends, all were used to me reading their resume and giving them feedback. And even for some, I would write it for them or certainly heavily advise something that now I was planning to be paid for. You can imagine I had some surprised friends, one in particular that I remember vividly because I was terrified to set this boundary with her and essentially say no, that I wasn't going to do it for free. So here's what I did and what I'd recommend you can think about for you to do. I got some great advice from a wonderful therapist and she's the one that helped prepare me that I'm definitely going to be letting people down, or I might even lose friends, or I might have people think differently of me. And I had to be okay with that. It's the same thing I'm saying to each of you. You have to be okay with that if you want to change your life. And I don't mean that in some big dramatic way, but we have to take these baby steps to help us eventually to shift these habits to walk into or step into the life that we want to have. So here's what I said when she asked me, hey, would you look at my resume? And with all of the courage I could muster at the time, I said, well, I want to let you know, I would love to help you. I know you're used to me doing resumes for free, but I'm actually now doing that for a living because as you know, I left my job to focus on career coaching. So if you'd like my help, it's X dollars. Now, I had to also remember, this is also a really important thing, everybody, pause after you say that. Let them respond instead of, but I, I can understand why you might feel a certain way. I mean, oh, maybe, gosh, if you want to talk about, you know, I could probably do a little bit of help with that. Or, you know, we get into all of these potential things. Do your best to simply pause and see how the person responds. You don't want to be projecting what you think they're going to say or how you think they're going to respond because you are not them. <laughs> it's usually good practice to not make assumptions. Almost always, I would say. The response from her was very gracious, but as expected, she did not want to pay me. And she just said, oh, 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 okay, okay. Well, fair enough. All right. Now, I did offer her an alternative that I felt really good about. In that case, I said, hey, by the way, if you, what I can do is send you my resume and you can use it as a template. That didn't cost me a cent. It was just being a nice friend. I could send her the template. She could do what she wanted with it. it didn't require any extra work from me. 
So that is one idea related to that's kind of a business and friend thing. But another thing that I will share in my life, which was really challenging to do, but this was definitely exercising the muscles of how to say no to a friendship. And I will tell you, this was a friend many years ago. I wouldn't really call her a friend. She's somebody new I knew from the community. And I didn't really feel a connection with her, not to mention that I had a travel schedule where I was on the road 50% of the time. I was newly married. And she really wanted to have a friendship. She wanted to get together more regularly. And I was thinking, how, how am I going to say this? She's such a kind person, but I just don't feel a connection with her like you would with a friend that you really feel like, you know, this is my girl. So I simply chose to go the route of saying what my priorities now were. And it wasn't a lie. It was simply, this is what I'm doing now with my life. I said, hey, I am so grateful to you for wanting to connect more and get together regularly. I, I have to be totally honest with you in that I am reprioritizing my life between my travel schedule and being newly married and the group of friends that I already have. I simply at this point will not be able to make time to get together on a regular basis. And it felt really hard. And yet the person was very understanding. And she said, oh my gosh, you know, totally, I get it. And I felt really good just saying that, hey, I've, I've had to reprioritize. And the other thing that you can do that I would recommend, although this wasn't the case for me at that time, but the other thing that works so beautifully, which of course it has to be, you know, you don't want to lie again, but it's got to be true. But that is the self-care component. I can't imagine anybody pushing back if you said, I'm trying to take better care of myself. And so I'm reprioritizing some things in my life. And as a result of that, it's requiring that I need to say no more often than I would like. Too often I say yes when I then don't have enough time for myself and I'm running myself ragged. I hope you understand, but either way, it's going to have to be a no from me or I'm going to have to pass. I've actually found that as a really good sentence. Even things like, I would feel bad at TJ Maxx saying no to, or somewhere else, <laughs> you know, y'all, I always talk about TJ Maxx, but somewhere else where a retail person or a merchant had me try on something. And then I would feel badly that I wasn't buying the product or whatever it was, given that they took time with me. But I've gotten much better now at not belaboring that process and feeling like, oh, I could, maybe I should hang around the counter a little bit longer and talk to them. I've gotten much better at just simply saying, oh, no thanks, I, I, this watch isn't for me, or just simply saying, I'll pass. Believe it or not, that felt hard for me to do. And maybe for you, you have the same thing. Start by simply saying, I'll pass, no thank you. Same thing with all these LinkedIn messages, these people that think that they're going to sell you based on just some random cold message. Don't even get me started on that. But writing them back and simply saying, no, thank you, when they write you three paragraphs about what they do, and they're not even trying to build a relationship with you, or they do, but you know it's going somewhere else. And the point here is simply to say, no, thank you, or I'll pass, period. That is how to say no as an example to your friends. And family, essentially, kind of the same thing. Now, I know family is a little bit harder because there might be times where you do feel 
an obligation. And this is where I would go back to ask yourself, is that obligation something that you truly need to fulfill? Could somebody else do this? Or could you simply say no? All that I want to invite you to do as a result of listening to this tonight or today, whenever you're watching this or listening rather, is to be intentional about your yes or your no. Because whatever you are saying yes to means you are saying no to something else. And wouldn't you rather be saying yes to the things that are most or of highest priority for you? I hope the answer to that is yes. Let's talk about saying no to your boss. Let's say, for example, oh, your boss comes to you and says, oh, gosh, you know, so-and-so, can you do this? Oh my, you're so good at this. And then maybe they even just, you know, flatter you up and you go, oh, so nice that I'm being recognized. Oh, with more work. <laughs> How nice. But what I want to suggest that you do, if you are overworked already, at least, at least take a moment to say, great, I, I can do that, so-and-so. But what I want you to know is that I've got these five other things on my plate. So I'm going to have to do some reprioritization. Is this more important than project number three on my list? Or here's my suggestion. I will finish up the five priorities I have this week and I will take care of this next week. Does that work for you? And see what happens. Again, all I'm suggesting here is that you are putting a boundary there and at least inviting the possibility that this could be done at a later date or maybe your boss could give it to someone else. I know when I managed people, I generally knew what was going on at high level, what they were doing. But sometimes if there were too many things, I would need that person to tell me because I couldn't keep track of everybody all and all the details of everybody. So if somebody come back, came back to me and said, oh my gosh, Karen, I really want to help. I want to do this, but boy, I've got all these other things. Can this wait a week? Or should we switch this with somebody else? That is really good management of your boss. And we bosses also need managing because sometimes we're just overloaded. It is nothing typically, at least certainly in my case, it was never personal. It was more of, okay, what do we need to get done? Who can do it? who's most efficient sometimes. And so I also want to shout out to all of my hyper-efficient overachievers, and that's probably most of the, you that are listening to this. Please, please, please don't let your efficiency get in the way of you setting boundaries. And what I mean by that is don't let people take advantage of you. And more importantly, don't say yes because you want to be a superwoman or superhero please, please, please take care of yourself and do what you need to do to say no so you can say yes to the things that really matter to you. There was a, an amazing woman that I interviewed for the summit and she said no to business that would have been incredibly fruitful for her, but she said no because the business did not align with her values as a company. And I thought that was incredibly impressive and just absolutely amazing. So think about what you value, what your priorities are, and remember these three things when you're trying to figure out how to say no. Number one, your mindset. 
what is getting in the way? Why are you not wanting to say no? Is it because you don't want to disappoint people? Do you want to look good or be a superhero? What is that, that reason for that? The second one is your priorities. Be intentional about those. And then the third, we've talked about some examples. So it's just a matter of going out and doing it. And I wish you all the best with this. I know that this is not an easy thing to do, but the value in being able to do this is so incredibly worth it. If you start doing it, I promise it's going to get easier. I know for me, it was hard at first, but just simply starting by pointing out the priorities that you have saying, you know, I can't do that. And, or just simply I'll pass. No, thank you. Keep that in mind. No is a complete sentence. I hope this was helpful. Looking forward to seeing you next time. And that's a wrap of another episode of Ignite Your Confidence. I'm your host, Karen Laus. Thank you so much for listening. If you love today's episode, please subscribe and leave a review. It helps other people find the podcast faster, and it certainly helps me. If you're interested in more tips and tools around confidence, please join me over in my Facebook group called Ignite Your Confidence with Karen Laus. Remember, you too can stand out with unshakable confidence.